Yo, 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 and welcome back to Happily Discontent, where I share anything that I think might bring you some happiness today and or invest in your future growth and happiness tomorrow. And so far, one of the best and most surefire ways that I have found to do that, to invest in my tomorrow without sacrificing my happiness today, is through the power of habit. So in this episode, I'm going to explain a little bit I'm going to explain a little bit of the science of habits, how they work, why they're so powerful, and then we'll do a quick crash course on how to build a good habit, how to break a bad one, and most importantly, how to stay consistent. Let's dive in. First off, the power of habits. I think that's literally a book title, but in my opinion, my favorite book on habits is Atomic Habits, which I'm sure a lot of you guys have read. It's almost a required reading nowadays. If not, I will do a quick summary on it. But I'm also, for those of you that have read it, I will expand and give you some of my thoughts on habits, some of the techniques that I use that maybe cannot be found in James Clear's banger of a book. So for those of you that haven't read it, I first perceived the title Atomic Habits to refer to atomic bombs representing big groundbreaking habits that are going to move the needle and send you to the moon. I was very pleasantly surprised when he explained that the title actually refers to atoms, as in very small things that have a very big impact on the way that we live. And so that's where the title Atomic Habits comes from. And it is so, so true. There are tiny things that when added up are no longer tiny. They are radically impactful. Here's an example. He calls them, James Clear calls them the compound interest of self-improvement because over time the benefits of your habits that you're building they don't add up they compound they multiply and so i know a lot of the people listening to this podcast are probably in their late teens early 20s so we've got a lot of time ahead of us it's, it's almost the same as that example that you see in a lot of on finance pages that say if you invest a hundred dollars a month when you're 20 versus you know, $500 a month when you're 30. These aren't the exact numbers, but the idea is that because of the power of compound interest, the earlier you start, the more it compounds, the better it is. So if we can build some good habits now while we're in our 20s, by the time we're in our 40s, holy shit, watch the fuck out. We're going to be some monsters, okay? So that's why I think habits are so powerful. The other reason why I think they're so powerful is because you can take something that was originally, originally, come on, Pat, originally difficult for yourself and make them easier. It is a scientific fact that the more you repeat a behavior, the easier it becomes. So imagine if you could take things that are very beneficial for you, like exercising, like posting on social media, like you know meditating for lack of a better word or back, lack of a better example. If you could take these things that are known to be very beneficial for us and make them easy, and take the same amount of time and mental energy as it does to brush our teeth, well, that is very, very powerful. That is, that's why I like to call these cheat codes for the brain. It's because you can take the same activity, the exact same thing. Let's call it, you know, meditating every morning, or let's call it posting on social media, I think is a better example. The first time you do it, yes, it's going to be tough. There's going to be a lot of resistance, especially like the fourth time you do it because the habit hasn't kicked in yet. It's going to be tough. It's going to be difficult. But over time, you can take that exact same thing and it is going to require less mental effort and energy for you to do it that is a cheat code in my opinion because it's the same thing that is now way easier for you so 
That is my sales pitch on habits for now. That's why I think they are so, so, so powerful. But here is the tough truth that in order to access these benefits, the compounding of the interest and the simplification of difficult things, in order to do this, the key element is consistency, sticking with it every day. I'm going to go into a little bit on how to make consistency easy. But first and foremost, there is this wonderful clip by Denzel Washington on the importance of consistency. I'm going to clip it in here. It'll fire you up. It'll give you some goosebumps. Here you go. Without commitment, you'll never start. But more importantly, without consistency, you'll never finish. Keep working. Keep striving. Never give up. Fall down seven times. Get up eight. Ease is a greater threat to progress than hardship. So keep moving, keep growing, keep learning. See you at work. That one fires me up to the fucking moon. So I hope it did the same for you. And now that you're riding on some of this motivation, let me go into the second half of how to build a habit, how to break a bad one, how to stay consistent. So that last element is absolutely the most critical. And I think it is really the crux of the benefits of habits. Like it's not just the habit itself. It's the discipline that you foster by doing something every day, regardless of how you're feeling. That is a beautiful message and a powerful message to teach yourself is that, hey, we do what we say we're going to do even when we don't fucking feel like it. When we're starting a new habit, as Denzel Washington said, like without commitment, you'll never start. And we have a ton of commitment when we go out to building a habit. And it's the motivation that's driving us through those first few days. But eventually, unequivocally, one thing is going to happen. And that is that you are going to hit your first bad day. And you are not going to have the motivation because you're down bad. And all you want to do is lie in bed and watch Netflix. And that is why I think the key to habits is making them bad day proof. Let me give you an example. I, for, I think my night routine is a better example than my morning routine because a lot of the times at the end of the day, I do feel run down and I do feel beat and I just want to get in bed and watch Prison Break or Brooklyn Nine-Nine and just turn my brain off. So on those days where I'm not feeling it, I have a condensed version of my night routine. On a good day, my night routine will take maybe an hour and a half. I'll do some stretching. I'll do some reflection. I'll, I'll write some things in my journal to reflect on my day, and then I'll review my goals. But on the days that I'm not feeling it, I have a micro version of that that takes sometimes as little as like 30 seconds. So as bad as I'm feeling, as, as bad as I'm down, no matter what has happened with that day, I can still find 30 seconds to do those things, which take almost no mental effort or energy. And I think that is so key to staying consistent. And a lot of people, like my mom was, was beefing me and she's like, that's stupid. That doesn't work. You're not doing the habit. That doesn't count. Sorry, mom. I'm going to rebuttal. Because as we, we talked about earlier, it's, it's the compounding effort over time that brings the results. It's not the individual habit. One good workout is not going to make you jacked. One bad workout is not going to make you skinny. It's the compounding. It's the repeated workouts over time that bring you the progress. There are days where you just don't have the motivation to go and do the whole routine. And rather than doing nothing at all and taking my money out of the account and not letting it grow at all, I would way rather have it grow 
A, have it grow a little bit versus nothing at all. And B, I would, what's risky when you start skipping days is now creating the habit of not doing this thing because they can be very easy to avoid. And now you're creating a negative habit around it. So on the date, there are inevitably going to be days where you're not feeling it. On those days, have a version of your habit that is bad day proof, that is so, so small that you can actually do it even when you don't want to. And that is going to forge some incredible discipline in your brain because even though that's a micro thing, you're going to be sending your brain the message that, hey, we do this thing even when we don't want to. Even when we are down bad, we still follow through on the promises that we made to ourselves. Oh, clip that one, Denzel. So those are some action steps. And and if you can't do, I, I call that the two minute rule, like making like a two minute or less version of your habit. I actually don't call it that. James Clear calls it that. that. I'm not going to try to steal that. That was him. Two minute rule, make the routine two minutes or less. I also have a two day rule, which is no two days in a row. Because there are days where you're down so bad that literally the best thing that you can do for yourself is to take a break. It would be counterproductive for you to do your habits because that is going to take away precious mental energy that you need to rest and recharge so you can come back and repair tomorrow that happens there you know life we can't life is so unpredictable there's some things that are just out of our control and there are some days where it is just best you know tap out go get a good sleep and start again tomorrow but again we do not want to create the habit of skipping and dodging and retreating from what we said we were going to do so that's my no two days in a row rule so when I feel like that, and I feel like I just, I don't want to do anything at all. I'm like, it is okay for us to rest. I'm allowing us to take a rest without guilt, knowing that we're going we're gonna to pick it up and we're going to do it tomorrow. So that's another two-minute rule, two-day rule. Those are two things to really just keep the consistency going because it's over time. It's not the one day. It's the, the compilation of all the days together. That's what brings the growth. So just make sure you're getting in as many days as you can, regardless of how big or small the effort is on those days. So those are some action steps on consistency. Let's give some more action steps on building and breaking habits. So one of my favorite ones is this idea called temptation bundling, where you pair your habit with something that you really want to do because in the early stages again we don't have the motivation and there's a million excuses we can make on why we shouldn't do the habit so it's the thing that we don't want to do but let's pair it with something that we do for example i have been trying to build and i think i can say now that i almost have built the habit of replying to texts i would go days without replying to people and so now what i said is that every day that i close my laptop for lunch i'm going to spend 20 minutes clearing my inboxes. And if I do that, then I will allow myself to watch Netflix while I eat lunch and just absolutely moss and chill, no worries in the world. And so that's been a very effective tool for me. And so just pair and do whatever makes sense. The only thing that I would recommend is that you don't have the reward conflict with the habit itself. It wouldn't make a whole lot of sense to be like, if I go to the gym, then I get to eat a tub of ice cream. Those kind of now cancel out and you're not making the progress that you're intending to so that would be my only recommendation for temptation bundling and it works the same for bad habits if i don't do this thing then i do get to do this thing that i do really want to do so just again our brains are very simple our brains are like dogs so that's like giving your dog a treat for doing the trick that you're trying to teach it the other another thing is to make it obvious for yourself and for your brain specifically 
hinted to this in my last example with closing my laptop for lunch. So if you do a habit at the same time every day, and I'm not talking like 1222, I'm talking like, again, after I close my laptop for lunch, then I'm going to send my, send my text over time, the brain starts to associate those two behaviors. And now again, if I do that enough times, my brain is going to start to trip out. If I don't send the text, it's going to be like, wait, we just closed the laptop. Why aren't we sending the text now? And so again, this is the power of repetition. It's the power of consistency. And so if you do those two things at the same time every day, your brain can build an association between them and it'll start to feel weird if you don't associate those two things. You can't tap into that benefit if you're doing your habit. If I'm sending the text one day after closing my laptop, the other day it's after eating lunch, the other time I completely miss it and it's at the end of the day, you don't tap into that benefit. So it is better to do them at the same time every day. Another way to make it obvious is to make it visibly obvious. So when I wanted to start journaling, I would literally put my notebook on my pillow after I made my bed. And that way, when I got back to my bed at the end of the night, it was staring me in the face, just giving me like a literal slap in the face. Like, hey, buddy, you kind of got a journal now. Are you really going to toss this thing to the side and not do it? Same thing applies if you're trying to break the bad habit. Don't have it in sight. Like if you're trying not to eat junk food, we'll put it at the back of the cupboard. Make it less obvious for yourself. So when you're trying to build a new habit, make it obvious, make it easy. And opposite, when you're trying to break a bad habit, make it invisible and make it very difficult to, to do the habit. And so those are, those are right now some of the things that I have found help me the most when building and breaking habits. But the most important thing is to make them bad day proof create a small version of your routine that you can do even on the days where you're down so ridiculously bad that you don't want to do anything else. I'm talking even 10 seconds. And if you do that, we can start to take things that were originally very difficult, things that are very beneficial for our futures and shrink them down so that they cause and take almost no mental energy or effort out of our days. And you apply some time and now these really good things start to multiply and add up. And if you build a good routine like journaling or meditation or exercise right now in your 20s and you could compound that over a few years or a few decades into your 40s, we can maybe take over the fucking world. I am placing a bet on that stock that's growing at a rate like that. Yes, please. So those are my tips for habits. This is my Bible. This is my go-to playbook for when I need to build a, a new habit or break a bad one. This is the exact routine I put in, uh, the system that I put in when I wanted to get better at texting at the beginning of this year, that when I wanted to start getting up at the right time at the beginning of this year, like I applied all of these systems because they work. And it is science. And again, I try not to dive into the science too much, but try fact check me, call me out. I'm open to criticism. I'd like to normalize the idea of changing your opinion when you get new information. So if you can give me some new information that refutes this, I'm all for it. But I think it's going to be tough to find. James Clear, Charles Duhigg, and the boys, they've done some, some good research on this. So I'm glad that I was able to share that with you today. I hope it was helpful. Uh, and if it wasn't, please always hit me up uh, and let me know what I can do to dive into more detail or to share about topics that you might be more interested in. I recognize that not a lot of people have the time to read all these books or to listen to hour-long podcasts, but I really like doing it. So let me do it for you. 
if you don't want to do it, let me know an area that you would like to develop, uh, a skill you're looking to build, a habit you're trying to form, something that you think would make your life better and you want to learn more about. Let me know what that is and I will go and learn about it on your behalf and I will distill it into some nice clean cliff notes, try to keep it nice and short and entertaining so that people that don't have the time can still get the information. So as always, you can hit me up at pat at wearewell.shop or at Patrick Mazurek, M-A-Z-U-R-E-K on LinkedIn or Instagram. I will respond to everybody so long as it comes from the heart. Don't send me no bullshit. So that's all I have for you today. Thank you as always for listening to Happily Discontent. I hope you have a fantastic day. I will talk to you soon. Much, much love.